welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. Before we jump into New Morning Mercies, uh, we just want to give you guys a quick update from yesterday's podcast. We have good news. Good news. Everything went well, and we'll be posting a main channel video on the whole story behind it, but a lot of cool things, the, the main of which is just being a faith builder, yeah. being willing to adhere to God's will over your own mm -hmm. and not force your own way into things. Um, let go of some pride. Let go of pride. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of, yeah, there, it, the spiritual side of things was so much better than the physical side yeah. of things. And so yeah. we know it sounds kind of vague, but we'll share more in the YouTube video. But thanks for praying with us. It, it feels like a, it honestly feels like a lot of our life is, yep. it feels like a group victory. Mm -hmm. um, and we hope this encouraged you just kind of going through real adult life stuff. So we are officially moving. Yeah, we're officially like moving. Like we're officially moving. Yeah. <laughs> and also I just want to say, I know this is not like the end of the world, but it was something that was important to us. And yeah. so we, we are fully aware that there are a lot more tense things happening throughout the world. Absolutely. We're fully aware of all those things, but we should be in prayer about everything. In addition to those really, really big, important, stressful things mm -hmm. and even stuff like, like this. And yep. so, um, getting closer to the Lord and everything is important. Amen. You ready? Yep. All right, y'all, let's jump on in. Today's devotional says this. No one knows you more deeply and fully than your Savior. So no one offers you help form-fitted for your deepest needs like he does. It is one of the most comforting passages in all of the New Testament. It is one that you and I should meditate on again and again. It's Hebrews 4, 14 through 16, says this. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This passage is a call to live with hope, encouragement, courage, and confidence. Why? Not only because you have a high priest who has passed through the heavens and now sits at the right hand of the Father on high, but also because he is sympathetic to your weaknesses. But there is more. He is sympathetic to your weaknesses because he hears and answers you from the vantage point of an experiential basis of knowledge of exactly what you are going through. He came to earth and from the time he was an infant until he ascended after his resurrection, he faced the full range of the sufferings and temptations that we face. He knows what it's like to be homeless, hungry, and rejected. He is acquainted with disease and physical pain. He knows the power of accusation and injustice. He faced the siren voice of temptation. He knows what it's like to be forsaken by loved ones. He understands suffering and death. He stared evil in the face. He knows us and has a firsthand understanding of what we deal with day in and day out. The word translated as weaknesses in this passage is profound. It's almost untranslatable. It is used in many ways. It's probably best understood as the human condition. Our high priest understands what it is like to be a human being in this fallen world because in an act of shocking, condescending love, he took on 
human flesh and lived with us as a man. Now, as the resurrected and ascended man, he sits next to the Father as our high priest. This means that our struggles and prayers are not greeted with harshness, condemnation, or impatience, but with understanding and sympathy. All of this means that we can rest assured that we will receive from his hand mercy that is form-fitted for the particular needs in which we find ourselves. We can be confident that he hears us with the sympathy of shared experience. And because he does, he will provide for us exactly what we need. Now, that's amazing grace. Yeah, I think it's only natural to talk about it because it's so recent in our life is this whole home selling process, but focus less on the physical side of that and, and focus more on the spiritual side that Tori and I were experiencing is it, it really did wake us up. Mm -hmm. It really woke us up to personal struggles that we have, whether it be pride or feeling frustrated with God or wondering where he is or what's going on to wanting to respond in a harsh way and all this stuff. It really brought up a lot of, a lot of stuff and it really lit us on fire to resist that human flesh side and resist any potential attacks of the enemy. Yeah. And it honestly brought us closer to the Lord and it really put things in perspective that I always want to just get closer to him. Right. And you should too. And no matter what you're experiencing on the physical side of earth, it should always lead us into his arms, whether it's a big celebratory hug or it's a, I need, I need a, hug a hug because <laughs> things are not yeah. going well uh, right now. And and so I remember whenever I've talked to people in different scenarios, I always just say, hey, is that going to bring you closer to the Lord or is that going to lead you further away? Mm -hmm. And I think what's cool is, is it's not always determinant of the circumstance. It's more about our heart towards a circumstance. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my big encouragement with this one is, is that there's nothing more important than us getting closer to the Lord. Yeah. We tend to put God on pause for all the other things that we think are so important. And this really did wake us up to remember the comfort that comes from him and the fact that like our goal is to continue to be sanctified into his image. Right. And it's not about our own little goals that we're walking around with. It's about the big goal of looking more like him and less like ourselves. Yeah. And that's felt great. And even at times we didn't think this was going to go through, we still felt great because we were honestly, we felt closer to him. Yeah. And that was just like a great feeling. And I'm glad that we've been kind of woken up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. And Something that I was thinking about too is, you know how you feel closer to someone if they've gone through something that you've gone through? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I've related to so many girls if they've like walked through a similar season that I've walked through or they've walked out of a certain season I walked out of and inside of those like very vulnerable, transparent conversations, it's like this depth of intimacy happens. And I think the beautiful thing about Jesus is so often we forget what all he walked through that makes him sympathetic to our weaknesses. Like this, how I was talking about, it, it's like, man, he walked through so much worse. Like when I look at his life, he yes. walked through so much worse than me. And yet he's still sympathetic mm -hmm. to the things that I go through. He still deeply cares and he wants to hear from me. And it's like, the more vulnerable we are with God, like the more vulnerable we are with Jesus, it like creates this deeper level 
of intimacy. And it's like, man, vulnerability really does breed more vulnerability. And it's a two way street. And it's like, I want to have this intimate relationship with the father where I'm so vulnerable that I'm not scared to be broken. I'm not scared to go there with him because he will meet me there. And the only thing that will grow is our intimacy, right? I think so often we like don't want to fall apart. Like in his arms, we want to like, okay, God, you're good. I'm, I'm going to get this together. And we feel like we have to get our act together mm-hmm. to be with him or to make us feel like we're better Christians. But like he wants us to come exactly how we are with everything we're experiencing and feeling And he will meet us there with so much grace, with empathy, with sympathy. And the beautiful thing about being in his presence is it changes things. And it might not change what you're physically walking through, but we keep talking about this. It's like in his presence, it will change your heart. And if your heart is changed, you see the world differently. You see your situation differently. Like just like Chad was saying, we felt this closeness and intimacy with the Lord that allowed us to see our situation differently. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why we had this peace that surpasses all understanding where we're like, okay, like whether it comes through, whether it not, like it's okay. Like God's got us, like he will work all things for good according to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And he will be glorified in this, like Mm -hmm. whether or not the prayer is answered. And yes, we stand here and we believe for it. But even if not, he is still good. And it's such a beautiful place to be when you're just like, man, I can be here fully transparent and at peace. Yeah. The thing that I'm feeling right now as you're sharing is, and I haven't like fully flushed this thought through. So everyone just kind of hang in there with me. But I kind of, I feel like we can have different perspectives of, of God where there's those of which of us who look at God as like a referee where always watching us and will blow the whistle when we've done something wrong and give us a penalty. Mm. Or there's God, the coach, which is, Hey, I'm here to train you. I'm here to tell you what you should do, but then you go do it. Mm. But then there's the teammate, which is the God that's your friend who's walking through stuff with you. And so I feel, and like I said, I haven't fully flushed that out, but I was just like, well, he's all three. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important that we understand that God is infinitely righteous and he is watching us and God is the judge, then God is also the coach. And the Holy Spirit does correct us and lead us along the right path. And Jesus has walked beside us. He's walked with humans, and, he, and he's gone through the, the same trials or temptations that we experience, and he's there with us too. And so it's, it's all yeah. of which. And so I think, I think if you're someone who leans one or another or another, remember that God is all of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and to make sure that we're not missing out on everything that God is and more, you know, amen. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you that you are so good father, that you walk alongside of us, that you invite us to your table father, that there is always a place, um, doesn't matter where we are in life, doesn't matter where we are physically, Father, you are one prayer away. You are always here. What a beautiful thing 
that you are the God of the universe, all powerful, almighty, all holy, all righteous, all together, beautiful. And as we cry out your name, you are there. You hear us. You answer us, Father. You care. You actually fully, deeply care that you look at us with adoration, that you look at us as your children, Father, that you love us with an everlasting love. Father, I pray we never lose our sense of wonder for that mere fact, God, that you love us and that your grace covers us, Father. I pray that you would continue to guide us and give us direction and correction and that we would find joy in every single season, whether we're in the valley or on the mountaintop, Father, we know that your peace surpasses all. And so we thank you for that. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we're talking to you tomorrow. Auf Wiedersehen.